Welcome to Radio Thailand. And this is the Sunday Dhamma Talk. Every Sunday we meet here to bring you the teaching of the Buddha, which has many applications. And on the third and the fifth week of the month, you will be meeting me, Pra Mahabhaibun Apipuno, and I will be touching on meditation. Let's practice meditation together. By first, be mindful. For your mind to get concentrated, first, you need to be mindful. Mindfulness and concentration are two different things. Mindfulness first, then concentration. How to be mindful? By first, look for a secluded place. What is the secluded place? Let's compare with non-secluded place, like the place that very noisy or out of interaction, and probably you will be in contact with the wind that created from people coming in and going out. So avoid those places and be in a place where is not so noisy not a lot of interaction, or probably you can avoid it, and you don't get in touch with wind that created from people going in and going out. Could be an empty room in your house, bedroom that has no other activities, or could be in your office while you're in commute, in a car, in a bus, or even in a coffee shop that you can sit in a corner and no one interrupting you. Once you are in a secluded place, be mindful. How to be mindful? You need a point of focus. Mindfulness and observation is one same thing. To be mindful, one need to observe. Observe mean just pay attention. Where to? On your breath. Inhales and exhale. You are breathing. Some people breathe slowly. Some make it faster. Just observe your breath. Inhale and exhale. By focusing, paying attention and observe on the spot where you can feel the sensation of your breath touches your nose in the nostril, because in your nostril is the entrance of the wind. The air around you, when it moves, it becomes wind, sometimes natural wind, sometimes wind from a fan, an air conditioning unit. Those wind, when come in touch with your skin, your body, you can feel it. You can feel the sensation of those wind on your skin. Similarly, when those wind moves into your body, through your nostril, it will come in touch with the sensitive tissues in your nostril. And that could be somewhere when you smell an odor, like garbage or flower or perfume, the sensation that touches somewhere in that area. Similarly, observe 
pay attention on your breath. You may try to breathe harder, faster for a couple of times. Once you feel the sensation, when you breathe faster, harder, then breathe normally. Because now we are not practicing the breathing, we are practicing mindfulness, using your breath as a tool. No need to be concerned whether the observation point has to be this millimeter from the tips of the nose, or the size of it. How big is the size? What is the shape of the size? How many square millimeter? Is it a square, round, or circle, or donut? No need to be concerned of those details. Just observe naturally. Breathe normally. Don't alter your breathing pattern. Be natural. No need to concern whether I have to breathe hard, soft, fast, slow, long or short, because your body will adjust accordingly, naturally. Now you keep the rhythm of your breath normal, but your mind. That's what you need to practice by observing it naturally. Observing where, on the spot, where you can feel the sensation of your breath touches your nose in the nostril. That would be somewhere in the middle in your nostril. No need to follow the air coming in to your throat, your lung, your diaphragm. No. No need to follow your breath out from the diaphragm to your lung to your throat. Out of your body, no. Focus on one spot, just like a security guard. When they on duty, they will stand by at the entrance of the facility, observing people coming in and going out. If there is no incident, just stay put, observe. They did not follow people coming in and going out. Just stay put. Similarly, your attention, your mind, pay attention on one spot. Just observe your breath coming in and going out naturally. Once you're observing it, by observing, where is mindfulness? Here's the thing: when you observe your breath, it doesn't mean you don't hear my voice. Or other voices. When you're observing your breath, you still can hear voices. If the car passes by, or could be a neighbor making some noises, you may even feel the sensation of your body, whether room temperature is cold, warm. If there is an certain other odor in the place, in the location you are, you can. Sense the odor in the location too. It could be a garbage truck pass by, someone cook next door. You can smell them, especially in your mind. In your mind, will have thoughts, thoughts of the past, thoughts of other people. Could be your own voice in your head speaking to you in certain manner.
Okubin's story from the past, the future, or the present. Those are in contact with you all the time, all the time. When you cognize those sensory, the Buddha call it as faculty. There are six faculties: eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind faculty. These faculty sometimes call it domain. Faculties or domains are the same things, which is the entrance. For nose, entrance of a door. For ears, is the entrance of sound. Sound cannot enter through your nose, or smell or odor cannot enter to your eyes. Eyes can only perceive or recognize light, forms. Similarly, those domain. Domain is a gate, a door. For respected faculties. So once you cognize, let's say there are source of a sound, when sound occur, and with your ear nearby, once there is sound, there is ear, and your mind will cognize it. There will be sound cognition in your mind. So when you cognize your sound, this means the sound enter into your mind already. So this sound that you cognize, the Buddha called this term as binyana. Some people translate it as consciousness, sound consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, and so on and so forth. When there is consciousness or cognition. It's different from when you observe your breath, because when you cognize sound, for example, and you doesn't forget to observe your own breath, by cognize the sound, cognize the thought, and you can recall your own breath. That recollection is mindfulness. You see, it's two different thing: cognition or consciousness. Is different from mindfulness. Why? Because your mind. If we talk about the mind, we need to understand these five distinction. Just like when we talk about the body, the physical world, the physical world that you can touch, you can see, you can senses. All these there are many distinction. For example, the stage of the substance, solid, liquid. Or gases, or even your body, there are many distinction. Your heart, your lung, the organs, all these are distinction. The mentality, your mind, also have five distinction at least. Number one, the mind domain, is the domain, the faculty, that hosts all the mentality, all the name. All the intangible stuff like your thought, your feeling, these are rises or occurred in my domain. Whatever rises or ceases, exists or disappear, those are mind objects. Objects of the mind like your thought, 
feeling sensation in your mind. Even the voice, the sound inside your head, we call it mind objects. These mind objects exist in my domain. And the one that cognizes those mind objects, we call it my consciousness or my cognition. These three things, mind objects, my domain, and my consciousness, are combined as a contact. Contact also one of the mind objects. This consciousness is not the mind state, because the mind state is another thing that will be agitated, happy or sad, according to mind objects or contacts. If mind objects, let's say, story in the past that occurred to you, you think about it again, that would be mind objects exist or rise in the mind domain, and your mind consciousness. Cognize those. When this cognition takes place, that means you think about it. You relieve those mind objects again. These are contacts in your mind. Some people have repeated thoughts inside their own mind. This means the contact happen regularly. When there is contact, there comes feeling. If there is a contact, the basis. For painful feeling, happen, takes place, rises, exists in your mind. There will be painful feeling occur. Painful feeling is mind objects, and then the mind objects happen. Who cognize that mind objects? My consciousness. This takes place where in my domain. So another contact happen. Painful feeling. If there is contacts that are the basis of pleasure feeling, happen takes place, rises, exists in your mind. There will be pleasure feeling rises in your mind domain. This happiness, which is pleasure, or unhappiness, which is painful, when these happen as mind objects. In your mind domain, the mind states will get happy or sad according to those contacts. The mind states is different thing. Some people call mind states as just the word mind. So don't get confused here, but be attentive, be specific. You need to get this distinction takes place. How do you do that? By observing, just merely observe your own breath, you can distinct all these sublime states. Let it sink into your mind, slowly but surely. We can understand this by observing your own breath, inhales and exhales. By not forgetting your own breath, observing it, pay attention. While you are cognize the sound, cognize your thought, you can see the separation. You can see the segregation. You can see the distinction of sublime states in your mind. Mind in this case means mind objects. When you are observing, mindfulness is 
getting stronger and stronger, just like when raining. What is rain? It's drops of water. How big is the drops? Oh, it's even smaller than the tips of your pinky. But when each drop of water accumulated, accumulated from rain poured, it can flooded, inundated, occurred because of a single drop of water accumulated. So in this case, we need to develop my power to gain concentration by be mindful. This power of the mind will come into five aspects. We call it as faculty or power of the mind or faculty of the mind. Don't get confused between my faculty or my domain as a faculty of mind. Faculty of mind is the power that allow your mind states or mentality to understand all these concepts easily. The power of the mind is first confidence. You need to be confident that you can do it. Anyone with my objects, my domain can recognize, can be mindful. Because of the method, be confident in the teacher, be confident in the method, and confident in the practice. Confident in the teacher that he already done it. The teacher, in this case, the Buddha. The method that has been thought that teaching is the Dhamma, is real, can practice, is lead to the final state. It lead to the destination and the confidence in practice. Become a practitioner. Anyone who practice according to the teaching can get the same result. Not one, not ten, not hundred, but thousand, millions, and trillions that can practice and deliver the same result. And if you practice, you get the same result too. Confidence in these three aspects. Once you confidence, you will be no longer waiting, but get started in practicing it. Practicing is exert your energy. Strive, strive, practice, exert your energy, put your heart, your mind into it, practicing it. That's called striving. That's called practicing. Exert your energy. Once you exert your energy, strive, practice. What you will gain? Mindfulness. You will gain mindfulness. Mindfulness will get stronger, become more powerful. Once you are mindful, this means you get distinction of the mind. You can separate it, see, just like a security guard, observing people coming in and going out. Let's say if you go to hospital, how do you know that the lady that walking toward you is she a medical doctor? Is she a nurse? Is she a salesperson from medical company? Is she a nutritionist? Is she a pharmacist? Is she a maid? Or even is she a patient? You need to observe, right? You need to observe 
her dress, what she wear, and so on. By observing, you will see distinction. You can be mindful of what you can choose, what you will know. That is mindfulness. Mindfulness that you are practicing now is the same mindfulness. When your mindfulness gets stronger, become the power of your own mind, what you can expect is concentration. Because your mind states will be subsided, subsided. Why? Normally, your mind states will be agitated through those domains. Let's say if there is form of pictures, that is basis of painful feeling, once is in touch with your own mind through mind domain, you cognize it, become mind objects, the mind states will be happy too. We get a pleasure feeling that is in a usual day. But now with mindfulness, with the mindfulness, your mind states will not entirely cling into those feelings. Why? Because you try to cognize, try to Recall your breath. That recollection is mindfulness. You will not cling 100% to those happiness or painful sadness. No. With not clinging, that means your mind stays release. It doesn't get agitated up or down with those feelings that come in to your own mind domain. So with the stay put, my state, it will subside it, subside it. You will gain one-pointedness of mind, that is, concentration. Once mindfulness established, you will gain concentration because you having your mind released from the objects of the mind, that is, concentration power of the mind. Once you are concentrated, we use this concentration together with mindfulness, observe these phenomena objectively. What phenomena? These phenomena of rising and cease, happening and going away, exist and gone, rise and fall. These phenomena is happen all the time in your mind. Some thoughts come and go. Even some things seem to be long-lasting feeling, sometimes it disappear. Sometimes it come back. Like when you encounter with a contact that basis for painful feeling, and if it's very painful, you stay as a scar in your mind stays, right, for a long time. But while you sleep, sometimes it disappear. Sometimes it's you get directed to some attention, you didn't think about those incidents anymore. So it disappeared irregularly. So it disappeared. It's impermanent. This phenomena, rise and fall, taking place and disappearing, come and go, is impermanent. You observe this phenomena with concentrated mind, with mindfulness, See and discern the beginning and the end, and end then become a beginning. Beginning then end, end become a new beginning. 
come and go, disappear, and happen again. Observe it objectively. Please realize these phenomena in your mind, which is your entire mind, entire of your mind states, name, mentality. They are impermanent. Whatever impermanent, it doesn't fit to see it, perceive it as mine. It doesn't belong to you. It doesn't fit to see it or cognize it or understand it as myself. Or I am part of this. This is part of me. No, you shouldn't cognize like that. You shouldn't feel as mine or myself in there. But you should feel it, understand it, see it as not me. It's not mine. It's not myself. It's not in me. Me is not in there. I'm not part of that. You shouldn't understand that you are part of this impermanent. You are not. Why? Because there is other peaceful state. That is sublime state. Is the stealing of all formations, the relinquishing of all acquisitions, the destruction of craving, dispassion, cessation, and that is nibbana. There is nibbana that is cease all this rising and going away to gain that state of nibbana. You need to have wisdom, the wisdom of understanding, the wisdom that when you see those things that impermanent as is not yourself, your mind will not cling into it. Once your mind not cling into it, you will gain the peaceful state, because the things that you are clinging to, you attach to it. When it moves up or down, your mind will. Up and down, agitated, according to those impermanent, because those impermanent will rise and fall, cease and happen again. So your mind will up and down. But once you are not clinging, detach, move away from those, your mind will get still. Your mind will be relinquishing from those acquisitions. Be cool. Nibbana is cool. Nibbana is calm, be calm. Once you strive and practice in such a way, recollect it, recollect it again and again by mindfulness in such a way. Concentrate your mind again and again in such a way, and understood with wisdom in this manner. Again and again, in such a way, you will have complete confidence that whatever you hear before, been practicing it before, now you dwell having contacted them with the body and pierced through them with wisdom. That is your confidence. That is your faith. That is your power. God, you are mine. With wisdom, with mindfulness, hold t h e y keep it like that. And I hope you learned something today. And what you have been listening 
is the Sunday Dhamma Talk on Radio Thailand with Pra Maha Paibun Apipuno from Forest Monastery, Wat Pa Donhai So, Indurantani. See you next time.